Thank you for listening to this week's Freedom Church podcast. We hope it helps and inspires you. Welcome to Freedom Church. Uh, my name is Sim Dendi and I'm going to be speaking today to you. Wherever you are from, whatever your story is, you are really welcome to be with us today. I know that people are joining us from different parts of the nation and the world. It's kind of fun having people from different places. Um, so wherever you're from, do let us know. We'd love to hear from you. You can put your comments in the box and whatever platform you're watching on. And uh, although we're based in Romsey, uh, anyone is really welcome uh, to Freedom Church. It's really good to have you with us. I hope you're doing okay. I hope this season uh, that you are flourishing, which we've been talking about in our midweek teaching series, Flourishing in Isolation, using the prison letters that Paul wrote from Rome. I encourage you to find ways to flourish, find ways to manage this season that we're in. I want to talk today on the phrase eyes wide open, eyes wide open. Because I believe we can miss so much in this season, this season of restriction, this season of limitation, that if we don't get our eyes wide open, we can miss out on the encounter opportunities. I believe that God wants to meet with you where you are at. He is interested in people in their situations, their circumstances. He, he, he's, he's the God that said, I will come and walk with you and live with you and be part of your life. And doesn't say, unless you do things my way, I'm not really interested. God wants to come and participate with you. And I encourage you to not miss out this season, but get your eyes wide open. So today we're going to talk about what does that mean? How does that look? How do we encounter Jesus in this season? So last week was Easter Sunday and on Easter Sunday we read from Luke 24 the story of the woman who came to the tomb. They came and you know the story well, they came and the, the, the stone was rolled away. The stone was rolled away and they went and they looked and there was nothing to see. And they're like, wow, where, where is Jesus gone? Where is the body? We've come to put our spices and to bring our smelling our spices and make him uh, presentable. But there was nothing there. And they were so worried. They ran back and they spoke to the men. The men didn't believe them and said the men had to go run and check for themselves. And we talked about um, this story of faith hope or optimism? Is the story of Easter just an optimistic story, a Christian story that we tell to give ourselves optimism? Or is it more than that? Is it this sense of hope, eternal, long-lasting, confident hope that turns into something even more definite than that? Faith, faith in God himself, faith that the story we read is true. And so this week I want to ask the question, how do we get our eyes wide open? Because there was this moment just after the woman all ran off from the tomb. They had this moment where one of the ladies stayed behind. And we read this in John chapter 20. Mary Magdalene, who was one of the followers of Jesus. She was a lady who was, she had a pretty uh, terrible past. Uh, she was known as a woman of ill repute. And she was the lady that came and broke the alabaster jar of expensive perfume over Jesus' feet. And she wiped his feet with her hair. And she was someone who was very open with her emotions and she loved Jesus she followed Jesus and she was there outside the tomb um, John 20 tells us and she was beside herself with grief grief and sadness she'd lost her master she'd lost her teacher she'd lost the one that she loved and followed and she was just in tears and suddenly she'd come to do this final moment of remembrance to put spices onto the body a tradition that the Jewish ladies would have done and she came and was unable to do that and in that moment her emotions overcame her and she was full of grief and there's this lovely interaction that takes place in John 20 
where Mary is beside herself with tears. And then this man, she sees this man, she says to him, she thinks he's the gardener. It's lovely. She says to him, what have you done with my Lord? What have you done with Jesus? What have you done with his body? Where have you taken him? And then this gardener just says, Mary. And as he speaks her name, her eyes are wide open and she realises this is Jesus. And she shouts out, teacher, Rabbani. And she suddenly goes from grief to joy. The moment her eyes are wide open and everything changes. And then in Luke 24, we have another account of people meeting Jesus after he came back to life. In Luke 24, we have this famous story where two men, um, one is called Cleopas, we don't have the other person's name, they're walking down the road together. And as they're walking side by side, they're recounting what's been happening over the last few days. And they're talking about the fact that Jesus, his body has disappeared, they don't know where he has gone. And suddenly Jesus appears next to them, but they don't realise it's Jesus, it's like a common thread going on in today's talk. And this man, Jesus, appears next to them and he says to them, what are you discussing so intently as you walk along? And they turn to him and they say, wow, don't you know what's going on? And they're full of disappointment. They're disappointment because, disappointed because they had put hope in Jesus Christ. They put hope in his teaching. They said to him, our friend and our teacher has died and he's come back to life. We think he's disappeared. We don't know where he's got to. And they tell this man as they walk along the road to Emmaus, and they're walking along and they're telling all the stories of this man, Jesus. They're telling the teaching he did, the miracles he did, the part he played and the sad story of how he died on the cross on that Friday. And they believe he came back to life on what became known as Easter Sunday and then they're talking and explaining and they're, they're sad and they're disappointed and then they get to the place called Emmaus and they say to Jesus why do you stay for some food stay with us and so after some conversation they sit and as they sit and eat Jesus reaches forward onto the evening supper table and breaks the bread and as he does that if you look that in, in verse um, verse 32 uh, Jesus comes and sticks with them and he, Jesus uh, uh, says to them, um, he sits down and eat, he takes the bread and bless it. Then he breaks it and gives it to them. Suddenly their eyes were opened and they recognised him. And at that moment he disappeared and they ran back, even having walked from Jerusalem to Emmaus, they then ran back to Jerusalem to tell everyone what they just experienced and they said to each other didn't our hearts burn within us as we walked along that road we knew there was something special about him but it was the moment when he broke the bread that suddenly the eyes were wide open and disappointment changed into celebration just like Mary's grief and sadness turned to joy their disappointment turned into celebration the moment their eyes were wide open and their eyes were wide open when they encountered Jesus Christ and then Luke 24, Jesus appears in this locked room to disciples. The disciples are full of fear. They're full of fear. They are full of disbelief. And they are, they are worried about the future. They're anxious. And so they've locked the door because they're concerned that they might get arrested, that they might get into trouble as well. And Jesus appears to them inside this locked room. And these disciples are afraid and think Jesus is a ghost. And Jesus said, well, come on then, touch, touch my skin, touch my hands, touch my uh, wound in the side of my, uh, my, my, my body here and prove to yourself that I am who I say I am. He even, as like a dare, he sat there in front of them and ate some fish 
so they could watch him eat because if he was a ghost and he wouldn't be able to eat, they, that was their thinking. And they saw him and Jesus appeared to them. And as they met Jesus and they realized it was him, their eyes were wide open. And once again, they went from fear and fearfulness to courage because their eyes were wide open because they'd encountered Jesus Christ himself. Mary's grief went to joy. The Emmaus Road, Cleopas and his friend went from disappointment to celebration. The disciples in the locked room went from fear to courage because they encountered Jesus Christ. Their eyes were wide open. And then the last of these stories of, of Jesus meeting different people, another few disciples, um, they were just feeling so confused. So they went fishing. They went, you know, safety first. And people do this when they get confused, when they get worried, they're uncertain about the future. We tend to revert back to things that we find safe, our old way of doing things, our old habits. And some of them are not very healthy things. Some of them are not things that are good for us. But in times of uncertainty, we can go back to things that we used to, uh, we, we gave up a long time ago. And some of Jesus' disciples, they were fishermen. And so they went, you know what? One of them, Peter, said, I'm just going to go fishing. Who wants to join me? And they fished all night, according to John 21 in the Bible. They fished all night and they were there in this boat fishing and they caught nothing. It's like they'd lost their touch in the three years they'd been traveling with Jesus. And they were there all night and they're confused and they're worried and they are fishing and they're getting nothing. Even going back to their, their origins isn't working for them. And then as, as, as the sun is coming up in the morning on the Lake Galilee, and then suddenly there's this man on the beach and he is making breakfast. He is, he is frying up some um, fish on the side of the beach. And he shouts out to these experienced fishermen. He said, put your net on the other side. Try the other side of your boat. And they're like, who's this guy? What does he know? But they put their net on the other side and suddenly the net is bursting with fish. And there's this beautiful moment in this story in John 21 where Peter suddenly realises the man on the beach is Jesus. And so leaving his colleagues to manage this over full net of fish, he jumps out the boat and runs towards Jesus because suddenly his eyes are wide open. They went from being confused to being full of purpose because they encountered Jesus. And when we encounter Jesus, our eyes are wide open. That is a story not just of Jesus and his disciples and his friends after uh, he died and rose back to life again. This is our story today as well. I want to say to all of you watching right now that you can have your eyes wide open when you encounter Jesus. We say at Freedom Church that we want to lead people in the pursuit of Jesus to see lives and communities transformed. I believe 100% that people's lives get turned round upside down and, and changed dramatically when they meet Jesus. Our eyes are opened wider. We see more than what we normally see. Our circumstances might not change. Let me not overpromise something here. Our circumstances might not change, but the way we see them gets changed immediately. And maybe today you're experiencing some of the things we've just talked about, sadness, disappointment, fear, confusion. The answer to those challenges is to encounter Jesus, to have your eyes wide open. When we encounter Jesus, everything changes. Our sadness turns to joy, our disappointment turns to, uh, turns to expectation and to courage, and our confusion turns towards purpose. 
The answer is Jesus. Jesus changes lives. When we encounter Jesus, everything changes. This last week, some of you will know, we've been um, putting online the Spring Harvest Christian event. It's an event that's been taking place for 40 years on Butlin sites every Easter. Some 10, 15, 20, 30,000 people have gathered for the last, uh, however many knows, 40 years on those sites. And people have had some incredible moments. This year, because of the COVID-19 virus, we had to do things differently. And it's the event which I'm part of, I'm one of the leaders of, uh, we put it all online. And we had hundreds of thousands of people watching. Bigger audience we could ever have hoped for in the flesh. People watching online. It was incredible. The, the way, and you can still watch those to the end of April. So do log on to springharvest.org and have a look at those on the YouTube channel. But one of the stories, or we had a few stories come in. One of those stories that came in from last week was a lady messaged us. And she said, I've just sitting here on my sofa. She said, I've been a Christian for many years. And I'm sitting here on my sofa this evening. I've led my non-believing husband to encounter Jesus for himself. She was sitting there, though, just watching the TV, watching Spring Harvest on, the, on their smart TV. And then they just, she led her husband to the Lord. And it was just a beautiful moment. She was in tears as she was writing this message of thanks. And there was another friend of mine who also uh, helps us lead Spring Harvest. And he's a great guy and he, he loves dressing up. He's a crazy guy. And he dressed up for the NHS uh, clap at eight o'clock on Thursday night. And he dressed up in a Ghostbusters outfit because that's the kind of thing he does. He went outside and he videoed himself going outside and clapping in the NHS eight o'clock on Thursday. And he put it up on his Facebook page. And a friend of his who's in the same sort of group who do you know, sort of the comic um, you know, kind of events and that sort of stuff saw it went and looked at his Facebook page, scrolled down and saw some of these Spring Harvest videos and thought, I want to find out more about this man, Jesus. And so contacted my friend and said, can you tell me what it is to have faith? Can you introduce me to Jesus? And I know that there have been people watching Freedom Church services over the last few weeks while we've been on lockdown. I know there have been people who've been encountering Jesus. I know some of you are sitting here today, you've had moments, you're thinking there's something in all of this. There's something about, I would love to have my eyes wide open. I would love to have an encounter with Jesus Christ for myself. And I know I've heard stories of people who've watched uh, Freedom Church on Sundays and on Wednesday nights who've just said, something is changing inside of me. And it starts with encountering Jesus. People's eyes are wide open when we get ourselves in the presence of him. And for those of us who are listening today, if you're a follower of Jesus, our job is to point others to him, to point others to him, to say, that's the person you should be following. I think sometimes as, as churches, maybe even as church leaders, we say, follow me, look at the way I'm doing things. I think, no, don't try and be like me, be like Jesus. Discover Jesus, lean into Jesus, find Jesus for yourself. It reminds me of the story of the blind man in Luke 18, who's sitting on the side of the road, he's shouting out Jesus, because Jesus is walking into town, and he's shouting out because he wants Jesus to come and meet him. And he's shouting out, and his friends saying, oi, be quiet, you're embarrassing us, keep the noise down. And he keeps shouting out, he gets louder, he says, Jesus, son of David, won't you heal me? And Jesus comes over to this blind man, he says to him, what is it you want? And the blind man simply says, I want to see. And Jesus says, your faith has made you well. And suddenly his eyes are wide open. And I always think about that story that he could have just said, you know, it's a bit, I'm embarrassing my friends. I probably should just turn it down a bit. I probably should just wait for another opportunity. And sometimes that small effort of 
shouting out, of pointing people to Jesus, of messaging a friend and saying, you need to find out more about this person, Jesus, has huge life-changing potential. And I wanna encourage you, if you're following Jesus today, to invite your friends to meet Jesus themselves. Invite them to have their eyes wide open. That small effort has huge potential. And it starts with people encountering Jesus. And as I bring things to an end today, I just wanna say these things to you. I wanna say, if you are listening today and you want to meet Jesus, then I wanna encourage you to speak to a friend, someone from Freedom Church that you know, someone that you know has a Christian faith, or you, know, you can comment on the platform you're watching on right now and we'll love to chat with you and talk things through with you. That'd be great as well. But I wanna ask you, give your friend the joy of leading you to encountering Jesus, to have your eyes wide open to see the world differently through the eyes of Jesus Christ himself. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Let me pray for us as we move on from here. Father God, I thank you for all those watching and listening, whether live or in time to come. I wanna pray that they would have moments where they encounter you in fresh ways. I wanna pray that people's eyes would be wide open and people's grief and sadness would turn to joy. People's disappointment would turn to possibility. People's fear would turn to courage. I pray these things in the power of your name, that we would encounter you and live our lives differently through you. We pray these things. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us today. For more information about Freedom Church, please go to www.freedomchurch.uk. Thank you for listening.